You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, everybody. <laughs> nope. Already failed. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I'm Christian Polanco. I'm here with Alexis Guerrero. And we are the Cooligans. Cooligans. We are here again uh, with 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 the new confidence. We Now it feels like we're really getting started. It, how how insane has the response been? The uh, the I mean, insane. Insane sounds crazy. Insane, like in a in a sense that we people <laughs> even like we're getting attacked yeah, on yeah. the street. We're not, not the Beatles, okay? <laughs> I don't think anyone assumes we're the Beatles. People like what we're doing. Yeah, but I, just the fact that there's been a positive response, which I think goes to show the psyche of a comedian. Yeah, I, I agree. If one person in the room laughs, you think I'm keeping that joke. <laughs> you know, see what 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 usually happens is when you do anything, especially put it when you put it out on the internet, yeah. usually. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares what you do. Uh, there's a, a billion things on the internet. Uh, why should we pay attention to you? And then we put out a thing on the internet and people are like, hey. Responsive. I want to pay attention to this. We like it. We want to hear more. Oh, it's just how flattering. How I, flattering is that? I, uh, I almost don't know what to say, to be completely honest. I look at it and I go, okay. Like someone messaged me uh, earlier and they were like, hey, man, love what you're doing. We would love to help. And I was like, no, you wouldn't. You know, that was my immediate reaction. It's like, yeah, you're saying that. There's no way. You're just yeah. going to disappoint me like everyone else in my life. Yeah. <laughs> no, dad. <laughs> you're not my dad. As soon as someone yeah. says I want to help. You, it's like you don't even want to invite your dad to the baseball game yeah. because there's a possibility he won't show right. up and disappoint First, you. First, you got to hire a, pub, a <laughs> private detective to figure out, find his address. <laughs> If there's ever been a moment where we <laughs> revealed that we're two Latin comedians, <laughs> it's this. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, we. You know what? It, it, it's it. It's a stereotype. The whole like minorities and their dads yeah. and that whole thing. For a reason. <laughs> it, it exists. Yeah. But w- let's not. I I feel like it's not, white people. Yeah. Don't get enough props for being terrible fathers oh yeah no it's there's definitely there's plenty of white bad fathers yeah what's happening to, what happened to us as a youth par for the course for very many <laughs> it's because i think it's tv it's the the the, the media yeah. <laughs> this is a, a, a conspiracy podcast now yeah. the media controls is, uh, that narrative soccer info wars there's more jokes about minorities being terrible fathers than white people being terrible fathers yeah then everybody starts to think that it's all, only us. It's only us. It's not yeah. only us. It's everybody. Yeah. Everybody's terrible fathers. My girlfriend, fathers. He's a terrible father. Yeah. He's white. Yeah. Terrible dad. Yeah. Let's do a DNA test on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we I like how we, this is what we ended up talking about. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're comedians first. Yeah. That's 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 what's for sure. Comedy meets <laughs> soccer. Uh, but I mean, to go back to the video, we we had it. Uh, oh wait, we I didn't even really mention that. We so oh, we yeah. put out our first uh, video on our YouTube channel, the first episode of Cooligans TV, and it's uh, it's one of the proudest things I've ever been a part of. Yeah, you know, like as comedians, it's, and you know, we're we're always uh, being asked to be in sketches or be involved in writing sketches. You did, recently did a sketch show where you were involved in three sketches, and uh, whether it's sketches or or other things that uh, get some type of attention. You know, uh, you know, I've been in stuff. I was recently in a video for Flama that got over a million hits. That stuff is amazing. But this is something that we got to do ourselves where we shared what our passion is. It wasn't something that was written. Like, you know, sometimes when you do jokes, you uh, or, you know, on stage or whatever, when you write a sketch out, you kind of sacrifice truth for for funny. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You want to exaggerate. Yeah, things. exactly. Or if something doesn't uh, didn't really happen, but it fits better, you're gonna use it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, uh, you know, when we did this, this was literally us friends that we've made since we started uh you know since we started hanging out with like the supporters and stuff and then uh in the supporter section and uh this was literally like a culmination of our fandom our our other abilities and just fucking finding a way to put it all together into one and it turned out really really good yeah that's uh i feel the exact same way uh we just got sandwiches yeah we just got sandwiches delivered (laughs) which is Holy Lord! You want to put this podcast on a halt? You're only going to hear <laughs> you're only going to hear Polanco's voice for the next hour. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, when we were filming, so we filmed outside of Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and uh, we got some fan reaction. We did some we we got some fun sort of jokes with uh, with yeah, a lot of the fans. We asked their funny questions. And uh, I mean, for me, it was very like. Uh, like I was, I, w- I was, so you, you were, uh, you know, asking all the questions. I wasn't on camera. Yeah, I was the only one on camera. You were the only one on camera. Right. But uh, I was per fil- popular demand. Exactly. No yeah. one, uh, everyone was like, get, don't, don't you dare put Christian on yeah. camera. He's too pretty. <laughs> and at least when Alexis is on, you also see boobs. <laughs> I think was what people were saying. Yeah. So uh, when I was uh, editing the whole thing and, uh, I'm, and it, I'm not, I'm not a professional editor by any no, means. But amazing job. Uh, thank you. Uh, and it took me. Much longer than probably a professional would have. Uh, very long, very uh, long. But it, I was, as I was doing it, and I was sort of putting all the clips together and trying to figure out a little narrative throughout, uh, throughout the, throughout the episode. I was like, man, I really want this to succeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, it, that's the thing in comedy. You're like, uh, maybe, whatever. You we'll kind do- of hope. You hope, right? You put. And here's the thing: when you write a joke or put out a sketch, you know it's going to be part of a lifetime of work Mm -hmm. so you maybe like this would be the closest thing to like putting out an hour special where you're like man there's a lot of stuff really went into this i'm really proud of this i want this to succeed this is our version of that exactly that right and it's like yeah the 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 definitive like uh which is it's kind of rare to have when especially being comedians where, where it's it's not like cool to be like hey I really am proud of this, and I want this to work this out. This is the worst and thing I, you could do in comedy. It's the worst thing. You cannot have no. any sort of like uh, pride. You need to be perpetually indifferent <laughs> in comedy in yeah. order for people to take you seriously. Exactly. So, uh, But I can say, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm immensely proud Ditto, of man. what we did. And I, dude, and what's really what, what really strikes me is, one, I do think the reaction, because we got such positive responses, was insane. Um, certainly, again, people aren't knocking down our doors or stopping us in the street yet. <laughs> um, but I'm really happy with the way that it was received by the fans. Cause the other thing is it's not your standard fan reaction. You know, there's a hundred percent Chelsea and uh, Arsenal fan TV mm-hmm. and a group of other ones. Um, one, I don't recall ever seeing anything like this for MLS. So I think we're the first, um, there might've been others that didn't last, or there might be others that are kind of named, uh, you know, in a, in a hard way for us to find it. And we looked around to make sure that we weren't doing something that was unoriginal mm-hmm. and we couldn't find anything. So we feel like we're giving MLS something back also. And we're proud of what can happen moving forward. You know, people are like, hey, when's the next one coming out? It's, uh, what? That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you want to see more of us? <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. We were so excited. Um, and I've been getting, I think I've been getting a lot more messages than you have just because you weren't on camera. Yeah. So I've been getting a lot. I mean, people are very, again, a lot of them are NYCFC fans. And if you're not an NYCFC fan and you're listening to this podcast or if you watched our videos, we, we obviously are going to be slightly more spun towards NYC, especially yep. this type of 
series of videos that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But in the future, I mean, we're you know we're we're working very hard um, with our with our management and our representatives to try to see if we could find a way to get a bit more. Yeah, I want to go to other games. Yeah, uh, we would love to. We would love to talk to other fans. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look, we're not going to stop rooting for the uh, for the club that we love. We're not going to stop uh, being uh, season ticket holders of all that. You know, unless the prices go up. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, or I get a lot busier in comedy. <laughs> Um, but what uh, now? I'll just keep the tickets and sell them. But um, <laughs> which we call it? You know, we want to we want to be a part of this, and I think this points us in the next direction, which is you and I weren't really massive MLS fans. Yeah, th- there's a certain uh, uh, like love that's sort of growing yeah. uh, towards the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's weird because didn't you say that to me like last match? Or like two matches yeah, ago. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, because I, you know, I used to go to Red Bulls games and, and I used to go to Metro Stars games, but this has been, yeah, uh, uh, just sitting where we're sitting. And the, I, I used to go to games with very casual fans. I would be, I, I always found it odd. When I mean, the the first times I, I was going to uh, like Metro Stars games, the fact that we were sitting. There's something about sitting and watching soccer that it makes it extra boring you yeah. know like uh uh you know so i, I was watching what metro Stars about 15 years ago or something like that. yeah i went to a couple of those early matches yeah and it's so already the the were pl- it, they were playing in giant stadium yeah there were no one no there. one there yeah so it, it, it was actually quite a few people but it it felt, it felt like it felt as empty as you could i mean you sure, felt, felt like you were the only person watching sure i mean it felt like uh, most open mics in the city yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh but th- this atmosphere and maybe it's it's unique to nycfc because you know i was i was going to rebels games and it still wasn't the same yeah it wasn't as dull as the metro stars games no but there's there's something about this atmosphere that has uh, triggered such an interest uh for me in it's MLS. electric i mean just even uh, on the internet like on social media um just i just like i followed mls for the first time you know the last you know when the season started yeah like i just hit the I just followed the MLS page. Yeah. Never did that before. Yeah. And now my page has all this soccer stuff. Yeah. That I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I'm like, it's weird that no one else is talking about it. It, it Like, MLS seems to be a league that is so uh, um, enclosed or it, it, it's like so uh, uh, f- for specific pockets of people. Yeah, and absolutely. The, the people who love it, love it more than anything. And and. And the rest of the people d- don't even know yeah. it happens or it exists, so they don't know. It's an 80-20 thing. It's like 20% of the people you know are 80% of the fandom of the league. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like if you love it, you are immensely involved in it. You are you know, absolutely enthralled in it. If you don't know about it, you, you probably don't even know the games exist. Yeah. And But you know what is this? I, that might be just what leagues are. Like I have a feeling that the way the MLS is building now where it's sort of um, acknowledging the supporters a bit more and understanding that these are the fans that are going to help us grow the league. And w- you may not be getting massive, you know, TV ratings, but um, the people that are watching are massive, massive fans and really, really love the league and buy your merch and support all everything yeah. else. I think that's how sports are going to kind of come around. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the NBA and the NFL may have an easier time of switching their 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 focus, but it's not going to be this thing where the radio is, you know, sports radio is talking about it. Like, I get upset that sometimes WFAN locally here or ESPN Radio 1050 or now it's 98.7, I think, um, don't talk about soccer. And I'm like, you know what? This league is a DIY league. If you want to listen, you know, to, to 
people talking about soccer on the radio, you can listen to, you know, uh, Soccer Morning, which is every morning for uh, now. I think it's only an hour and 15 minutes because he just got signed by Sirius XM. So he, I think he does another two hours on Sirius XM. Okay. I don't have Sirius XM. But, I mean, there's that. There's ESPN FC on Sirius XM. There's podcasts. There's us. There's Blazers. <laughs> uh, there's a couple <laughs> other ones, you know, that you can listen to. You can listen to fan-specific ones, like kind of like ours or, or more, much more specific, like NYCFC Fan Podcast does an amazing job. You almost like you kind of have to curate it yourself. Yeah. That experience, it, it, but it's it, it's what modern leagues are going to be. I guess so. I, yeah, I guess it, it's uh, uh, sort of built through social media as opposed to yeah. the the larger sort of markets uh, right. or the l- sort of media corporations. Uh, but it, I think what what maybe bugs me is oh I don't know if it bugs me necessarily, but it's like. It, it, it seems like it's harder to find a casual MLS fan than a casual fan for any other sport. Oh, yeah, 100%. But that, I think that's also part of... And, you know, it does suck because we've been around for 20 years. Yeah. Because you know? MLS seems to be becoming like um, baseball in that baseball is a very regional sport. Yeah. So, like, a lot of teams... Like, the people in St. Louis don't really care about the other, any other teams. They don't watch the games from... They don't watch Yankee games. They don't... Tell, but they are hardcore... Yeah into the t- locally they're into the teams uh, unlike uh nfl not like that yeah, i mean no. everyone I'll, i can watch any nfl i mean every nfl game is like yeah watching it yeah watching it's an exciting, NFL game regardless is exciting, of who's yeah. it could be the browns and the jaguars well i remember when i was a kid the first person i saw watching i might have been i might have been in second or third grade and i went to a friend's house and there was a bunch of guys watching NFL games on Sunday. You know, everyone had a beer in their hand, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this looks awesome. And I look over at the TV, and one of them, one of the teams was the Arizona Cardinals at that time. And I don't know, maybe, let's just say it's Green Bay. And I was like, everyone's watching the game, and I go, which one's your favorite team? And the, the whole room goes, Giants or Jets. And I was like, well, none of these are those. I'm like, yeah, but we're watching football. And I remember yeah. thinking, like, the hell are you doing? You're wasting your time, guys, you know? <laughs> I remember thinking how crazy this is. And now that I'm older, I would watch any soccer game. You know, yeah. so I've, I was watching I was watching two Finnish teams, you know, two teams from the Finland top league, which is garbage. But I was watching them because, you know, I illegally stream it because uh, <laughs> I don't have cable anymore. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> but there's no way to get that anyway. <laughs> but I'm watching that and I'm thinking to myself, you know, look at me. I'm, I'm just watching the sport. I'm back to like that. Sure. Style. We, we need to find a way because I actually think it's easier to find European soccer fans than it is to find MLS fans. Yeah. And for everyone who doesn't understand what we're talking about, if you're not, if you're not from New York, if you've ever been to New York and you've tried to talk to any of us about college sports, oh yeah, we don't know. Yeah, that that Ooh. dumb stare we give you, like you cheer for anything from Alabama. Why do you? Why do you know the coach of Alabama? It's like, yeah, you, the, what they don't get paid. What are you yeah. watching yeah. slaves play? Yeah. What, yeah. what are you like? A, so like let me get this right. Their coaches <laughs> get paid more than pretty much half the professional teams. How insulting is that? Yeah. though? I, I don't know. I can't. I've never been able to rationalize how you not no. you do not. I just saw this thing on ESPN about a a fourteen year old kid. He was like like you know becoming a star in football. He was probably gonna you know go to a nice college and stuff. And he uh, had like a severe neck injury and it can't walk. And it's like these kids like I mean obviously he's not he's not in college. I I would not say you would pay a high schooler necessarily. But right. how? insanely dangerous is yeah. that sport yeah. and you won't they, they can i mean they can ruin their they, their lives yeah. can be destroyed in one play yeah. and you're like nah i'm not gonna i don't feel like you should be paid yeah you're in not fact, a if you even think 
If someone hands you a free meal, these kids are starving, eating ramen. Yeah. Trying to play almost at a professional level because some of those teams, some of those, and, and that's that's really what teams. they are. That's, yeah, that's what they are. They're they're essentially they make, pros. They make millions for for. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear what's even worse is NCAA's the EA games, you know, like their version of Madden. Yeah. Could you imagine? Someone is making billions selling <laughs> your image, yeah, and you can't get a dime because if you do, you're Ill, you're you're ineligible to go back to school. It doesn't make any sense. It's deplorable. Which actually, that's why I like the fact that in soccer, if you're good, they bring you in the academy. There's a school involved. Mm -hmm. MLS is turning to that. Um, MLS is getting some things that I think are great. They're getting academies where they're not all pay to play. Um, I think there's only very few pay to play left, which is a big issue because if you're a kid and you're really good at it, but you come from an area where maybe you don't have a lot of money or maybe your parents, it's not your fault. You were, you weren't, you didn't choose to be born to a family that's poor. Now all of a sudden you can't afford to train to be better at the, at the game you love. Exactly. And you could be amazing for the national team. You could help win this country a world cup, but because your parents don't have enough money and some of these schools are expensive, $12,000 a year for an academy. That's all. That's almost as much as some parents make a year. Yeah. Because you can't afford that. Now, all of a sudden, you can't play the sport. And I think it's a hindrance, you know? Basketball is one of those games where you can pick up, you can play a pickup game every day of your life if you love basketball. Sure. And all yeah. you need are sneakers that you're probably wearing already because they're all in style. And two, a basketball. That's all you need. There's basketball courts everywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I was wearing, uh, you know, my sneakers and, and I was crossing my, my mother up in the living room. I always right. wanted to play basketball. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dunk on it. <laughs> Techers. I like it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's sort of um, <laughs> it's cool to see that the the I, I just for me it's like this wish of like I wish I can just casually talk to anyone about anyone. about the sport. Yeah. And even when we were filming the last video at Ryan's daughter, I was actually amazed with just the general knowledge about that because I, I I do not have. A vast knowledge about the MLS. I'm like learning as I go along. Yeah. And some of the people we were talking to, how passionate they were about very specific things about the league. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. things you would find in in like the you know the bottom pages of an ESPN like head uh, you know uh, front page. They really knew the league. Yeah. And I was like, man, they they have to for, for them to know this stuff. They have to actively search for the information yeah. as opposed to it being delivered. It's not to handed them. to you at all. So and you know what I think part of that now thinking about it. It reminds me of your friend who uh, we watch the games with who's from Colombia. Yeah. If you think about most of the fans in America are began as fans from teams or clubs in other leagues. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't, or at least not going back three years ago, you couldn't turn the TV on and expect that anyone would be talking about Arsenal. You know what I mean? And for me yeah. as an Arsenal fan, um, you know, I think you said you were more of a La Liga fan, right? Uh I don't. Did I say that? Okay. I thought you did. I mean, I just I I like what if a game yeah. was on, I would support. Yeah, you've never had like a specific club. Yeah, I mean, I like I knew players. Uh, uh, yeah, I I think you know when I first sort of uh, started really getting uh, uh, sort of knowledgeable about soccer, especially uh, in Europe, was when they I would see the the exhibition matches here. Yeah. So I I saw Real Madrid play, and I saw Zidane play, and I saw uh uh uh, uh, uh what's his name um. Brazilian, uh, Ronaldinho? No, not Ronaldinho. The other, the, the short guy, Roberto Carlos. Roberto Carlos. Uh, when I saw him play, greatest free kick of all time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so when I was sort of around that, then I started generally being more interested. Like when when you were talking about like uh, watching a Finnish game. Yeah. 
I, I, for me, I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I can just watch anybody. I need a little bit of a, a, a maybe more of a storyline and more yeah. connection to the players. Yeah. So part of why I watch it because I was like, what the hell are these people <laughs> doing? You know, because I mean? it's tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah. To watch these like lower level. But, but well, I think what's happening now with the MLS is like I'm starting to know about specific players on other teams. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, different stats. We know who the good players we are. We know who the good players yeah. are. Just a, 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 yeah, a, a more of a connection yeah. to, the, to the league and to its players. And I think that's the best way to increase interest in a sport because it, it's like, it's just like the NBA. The NBA, you can't have a team without a star. Yeah. You, you, I mean, they, they define your season. Yeah, they define generations. Yeah, the exactly. Michael Jordan era. I mean, that's it. You know, I would prefer to call it the Patrick Ewing era. But he couldn't uh, he get me could a parade, <laughs> okay? Because of that guy, Michael Jordan. In the two years, Hakeem Olajuwon came out of nowhere. Oh, I get angry. All right. But I think what, what we're talking about is uh, just sort of helping build fandom. And I think a lot of our fans that listen to this podcast may not be massive soccer fans, which is probably all of our friends listening. So thanks for listening, <laughs> Mom. She doesn't listen. Uh, my mother, seven years, never came to see me perform stand-up. So I'll hold on to that forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's not going away. Dad wasn't there. Mom doesn't give a crap. Uh <laughs> So I think what we were talking about is like how to how to watch the league, guys. If you don't watch the league um, this year um, and moving forward for the next, I believe, eight more years, uh, there's going to be something called Soccer Sunday. It's kind of like Monday Night Football or uh, Sunday Night Football. Uh, you know, you can catch games on Sunday. Fox Sports One. If you don't have it at two thirty, our our club, our favorite club, New York City Football Club, is going to be playing Orlando City, which has Kaká on it, a very He's very great. amazing player yeah, um, yeah. out of Brazil. Um, supposedly going to be getting Chicharito, but I think that died out. But uh, great, great team. Terrible fans. Great team. Um, <laughs> they tried to f- start fight with us uh, w- when we were in Orlando. Not us. Our fans. Our friends. Um, but they're coming up here, um, and I'm hearing that they want to go party at the dugout. So it gets sketchy. Uh-oh. Um, so that's going to be at 2.30 on Sunday. Remember when we were Sunday? shitting on Orlando the first episode? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> as a city. I think I, I think I said the other day that they are officially the Applebee's of cities. Um, so I'm sorry. Uh, guys, and if you live there, you have to know that. You have to know your city. So and maybe I'm biased because I come from New York, but oh my God! Even I'm, you know what? I'm even talking about from my experience from Newark. How about that? Compared to Newark, you're Applebee's. How does that sound? A guy from Newark, don't even be offended at what I'm saying. Think about what I'm saying. A guy from Newark just says your city sucks, Orlando. Uh, so, guys, two thirty on Sunday, this Sunday, uh, Fox Sports One. If you don't have it, it's NYCFC versus Orlando City. It's going to be a fun match. They're opening extra levels in Yankee Stadium. It's going to be packed. It, the atmosphere is so amazing, and watching it on TV is incredible. And we just found out there was a, a, a stat released about NYCFC that NYCFC has the highest road attendance record yeah. than any other team in the MLS. Meaning, whenever NYCFC, you're welcome, MLS other teams. Exactly. <laughs> when NYCFC goes to play. In your stadium, more people show up yeah. than in your other terrible games. <laughs> I mean, Applebee's all over <laughs> Orlando are going to be packed to watch this because you guys probably don't have sports bars. And if one of you say Buffalo Wild Wings, that is the Applebee's of Buffalo Wings places. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was at a sports bar the other day uh, before I met up with you to, to, yeah. to uh, film at Ryan's Daughter. Uh, I was at another bar, and they were playing the game on one screen, which is... That's, that's big, something. That's a big deal. That's moving it's a, forward. It's a, it's a sports bar next to Madison Square Garden. That it's normally, you know, ba- it's just all baseball and, yeah. and whatever other uh, dumb sports they can find. Yeah. And they had one screen. They, they were about, I think, 15 screens, and one of them had the NYCFC And listen, I remember when on. I asked to watch the MLS Cup two seasons ago at a bar. Some guy's like, I watched it. <laughs> 
What is that? And by the way, he was Irish. Like, if anyone, I mean, <laughs> you should be a fan of soccer. So if you're not watching that after that at 5 o'clock, ESPN2 is going to have D.C. United versus Philly Union, two awesome teams. Watch, DC, support the league. D.C. United, some consider the best team in the league right now, especially in the East. Um, yeah, they, really, lo- they lost their number one uh, spot. Uh, who, I think Vancouver is number yeah. one now. Oh, the, there you go. The, so in the West, so at least in the yeah. East. I mean, guys, it's going to be fun. Just watch it. Watch it. Hey, look, if you've never watched soccer but you think you might be a fan or you've never watched MLS, watch it. Let us know what you think. You can email us at soccercooligans uh, at gmail.com. Again, that's soccercooligans, C-O-O. L-I-G-A-N-S at gmail.com. Soccer, you know how to spell that. Um, let us know what you think, especially, guys, if you're in England or in Europe or somewhere in, the, in Canada, South America, you don't watch MLS, try to try to watch the game if you can. I don't know what channels it's going to be on wherever you are, but try to watch it illegally stream it if you have to. <laughs> um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of the league. Let me know what you think of NYCFC. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and I think we might actually just play a commercial for MLS. So, hey, MLS, if we're stealing <laughs> this content from you, just let us know. Yeah, we'll stop. But, but we're I helping. Mean, we're I helping. Mean, we're promoting. Yeah. So don't be so mad is what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you scared about? Um, we're going to play the – I guess we'll play a quick commercial for them, and then we'll, we'll come back. We're going to talk about uh, something that um, people are starting to talk and write about soccer and uh, not not very positive. Yeah, but, you know, it's uh, it, it's going to take a lot to convince uh, Americans to, to love this game. Well, also to stop Americanizing it. And let's when we come back, yeah. we'll talk about it. Sound good? Cheers. All right, we'll be right back, guys. This MLS Soccer Sunday. The action starts on Fox Sports 1. When star-studded New York City FC and David Villa look to take down Orlando City and World Cup winner Kaká. Then on ESPN 2, Eastern Conference Force DC United takes on rival Philadelphia Union. Catch the action this Sunday, first on Fox Sports 1 at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, then on ESPN 2 at 5 p.m. Eastern. And we're back. We're back. Uh, I don't know why I say it like that. We're back. We are back. We are back. Yeah. Well, I mean, we never left. No one left us. They just listened to a short segment, and here we are. I mean, we had, we had the sandwiches that were delivered. Those were amazing. Yeah, yeah we did crush sandwiches <laughs> just now. Mine was Basque. Yours was Basque? Yeah. What does that like mean? Like the Basque region of Spain? Oh, yeah. I did, was I did know that. My brother goes there all the time to play handball. Oh, he, really? He actually has, he's friends with Basque people. In San Sebastian? Is that where he goes? I, I don't know exactly where it is, but it's a, it's like south of France. Yeah, which we actually have a lot of Basque fans now because of Iraola, oh, their I new didn't defender. Know, I didn't know that. Yeah, he played for Athletic, uh, Athletic Bilbao, which uh, for a long time only would allow Basque players on their team. Racist, kind of, but <laughs> regional. Again, yeah. if you're from Spain, I didn't know this until I went to Spain. But man, they hold on to their regions. They really, I think it was because of the dictator. But uh, they really don't like the idea of the country. Of Spain. The, the one thing I do know about the Basque uh, region is that it is a dead language. Yeah, they they do they speak the language, but they don't create any new words for yeah. it. So uh, they, there's actually no word for uh, el- elevator or escalator. I think maybe both. I think there's no word for elevator yeah. in Basque, which is just a weird little tip. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they don't say that? They don't. They just don't have a word for it. Really? I don't know what. I don't know if they. Do they have a word for bringing a podcast to a screeching halt? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Actually, they did. They, uh, they had an addendum. Polanco. <laughs> <laughs> we have to include this because yeah. it's happening too much. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has a word for it. You know what? I know we haven't we haven't done a new word in a while. But I've been listening to this podcast, these guys. I think we gotta add one. What we were talking about before we, we crushed those sandwiches, uh, was how, you know, 
We were talking about an MLS fandom. And I think going back to the MLS early years, it was a little frustrating because they tried to Americanize the game. Yeah. You know, for the longest time they had, or I think it only lasted one season, but they had the clock going in reverse because they thought American fans couldn't understand ending a game at 90th minute. They'd be more comfortable with ending the game at zero. Yeah. So if I, if I recall correctly, they would pause the game. They would pause the clock. When things happen, like injuries or people were switching, like uh, yeah, th- this is, a lot of this I, I did not know uh, about a lot of those details, and yeah. it just it, it really makes me feel like, I mean, this is why America is the greatest country. Is it Earth, not? Because is it not? no matter what anything the, the world creates, even if it's popular, we're gonna be like, all right, hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up, and it's not how can we make it better. <laughs> no, not, that's not even it's close how can we make to it the question. <laughs> It's like, how, <laughs> how can remote. we put stars and stripes how do we on this? Innovate or improve is not an American. It's not a question an American will no. ask. No, no. How, no. Do I, how do I make this easier, you know, to eat hot dogs in front of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, during the Industrial Revolution, we as a country would have asked, what could we do to make it better? Now, in the post-World <laughs> uh, War II world that we live in, we're like, how can we make this more commercial you know how can we get more commercial shoved into this yeah how can we make this profitable how can we also talk about cheese doodles <laughs> throughout this entire thing <laughs> which i think is still a big hindrance to uh, soccer's uh tv uh yeah, popularity not enough cho- cheese doodle talk we can't we can't throw commercials <laughs> on that bad how did how are people gonna know sears has a sale <laughs> for 45 minutes without knowing sears has a sale well you start seeing how like um i mean to me when I started watching soccer, which was after, you know, I was already involved into so many other sports. Yeah. The fact that there's no commercials it, it, at first is a little weird. You're yeah. like, what is this? What are, are we going to take a break? What here? are they trying you know? to do here? Yeah. What are they, are they trying to trick us? Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to go to the bathroom, too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but there's uh, initially it was odd that, you know, there, I, I didn't I had never seen any other sport like that that just did not stop. Yeah. And then it, there's nothing better now. Yeah. It's like. The best. Yeah, you know you're going to be watching for 45 to 47 ish minutes, mm-hmm. and then you get in, you can go outside, smoke a cigarette, you can get yourself a beer, a sandwich, something else, and you come back another 45, and most of the time you're done. It's an hour and 45 minutes it's, with a break. It's the best. In and out, you watched an I, amazing I, match. I'm at at a point where. I get even annoyed that there's a halftime. I just want them to go the yeah. entire time. I don't want to stop watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when they do the break where everyone gets massaged before penalties after like two extra times. Uh-huh. You're like, just stay out there. <laughs> just kick the ball. Let's see more action. Yeah. It's, I, the, the, the fact that there's like the, the, that constant uh, stimulation yeah. of, of watching something where people always complain about soccer and like the, they're just passing on. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. You know, of course, there's like some some lulls here and there, but it's not it's not lulls like baseball lulls yeah. or even football lulls. Yeah. Football. Even an exciting game in baseball is four hours and has maybe <laughs> 20 minutes of excitement. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, they, there was a someone uh, I, I saw this a while ago where they put together how much actual playing time like of, of, of particular sports that you're actually watching. How yeah. many how much? Are you actually watching athletes do something? Right. And then when they do it with like football, it's like meaning American football, American football. It's like 22 minutes. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a freaking episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, baseball. It's like 38. 
It's like li- when you where you're physically watching somebody do something. Like things are happening. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a very very short amount yeah. of time. And I understand this about like if you're an NFL fan, the anticipation of what might happen. Yeah. Adds to it, you know. Yeah. But what we're talking about is. People complain about soccer because, oh, nil-nil, zero-zero. How could that be fun? There are some amazing things happening all the time. And going live, you're seeing the entire pitch. And the pitch is what you call the field in soccer. You see the entire pitch. So you're seeing defenders move around that you can't see while you're watching on TV. You're seeing how the team is moving around. You see the the goalkeeper coming in and out. You see the the coach going nuts. You see everything happening. It's, It's constantly exciting. It's like watching... You know, like imagine you were in the McDonald's when a World Star fight was happening. You know what I mean? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like you're, I'm getting excited just right? at the thought. I didn't even know the details of this fight, but I'm excited. But just about regardless it. of what's happening, but my heart is already yeah. pounding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably because you ate McDonald's. If you're at the McDonald's, <laughs> you're gonna die. Uh, but you know, and again, this is the fat guy talking. So you know, <laughs> one, you know, McDonald's isn't good for you, nor neither is Orlando. Um, but like you're you're in the mix, so things are happening. It's nonstop. It's like imagine if hockey didn't take any breaks, other than to switch periods you know what i mean imagine there was no commercial break there was no you know whatever you know okay. it's just no boom, one boom, boom. no one could ever argue that that's that would be detrimental to the to the sport being entertaining yeah oh my god how could it's too much too much entertainment <laughs> stop it you need to cut down on the entertainment i need more commercials about cars and yeah. and power drills i think i'm i'm thank you know ever since the last world cup we haven't had to hear um a lot of like you know what would make it better like you don't it's, you yeah. don't have to hear that because people are now accepting the like this last World Cup really has been a major, major shift in at least the way the general American non-soccer fan speaks to someone who is a proclaimed soccer fan, me in particular, because people aren't like, yeah, you know, I think it's stupid that they do this, this, the other. But pick up the ball. You know, you don't hear that anymore. Well, they're, they're, they're sounding like fossils. I mean, they're... Yeah, they're, they're it's be- antiquated thinking. They're becoming obsolete, the people who just hate soccer for the dumb... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's un-American and... It's like Ann Coulter uh, said, you're actually un-American if you're rooting for the American national team. <laughs> how How is that even possible? And I don't care if you agree with anything else she said or don't. This is not what this podcast is about. I've never met that one human being who's ever agreed with anything. Tim Dillon, <laughs> big fan. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, another big fan of hers. Um, wanted to bite my neck off when I suggested maybe she didn't know what she was talking about. Um, specifically about this subject, by the way. I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm a soccer fan. How could you be mad at me? But regardless of what you think of her outside of it, and I agree with you, you know, you're probably a little, but uh, regardless of what you think of her, how could it be un-American to root for an American team? And especially after the Women's World Cup game, 25 and a half million people saw that. It's the most watched soccer game in American history was the Women's World Cup final. Carly Lloyd banging them from all over the field. Just, I have, if that was, if that was a man who did that, it would still be on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Even though ESPN doesn't show, I mean, here in this country, barely show soccer, maybe in the top 10. It would be talked about over and over and over again. But now people sort of attach themselves to the sport. They understand. They get it. And it's exciting. It's two hours. You don't waste an entire day on it. Yeah. You go to a bar. You're, yank, you're, you're chanting. You're singing. You're holding flags. You're jumping up and down. It's exciting. You know what I mean? It's a very exciting way to watch the sport. Well, I'm, a sport. I'm glad there's less people... Uh, you know, sort of just shitting on the sport for existing in yeah. America. Uh, 
But there was uh, there was recently uh, we were talking about the article. Uh, there was oh a, boy, a, a guy. We thought it was a joke. I thought it seemed like a joke. It, I mean, it seems kind of like a. If they told you it was a joke, you'd be like, okay, yeah. Like, to this day, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost like an onion. There's certain points that seem like an onion article. Yeah, that it's like, oh, this is clearly a joke. But then it it it, it becomes very disheartening, for, sort of for, for journalism when you yeah. realize it was written in the Seattle Times. This is the Seattle Times. Now again, Seattle Times it's is not, not the no, New York Times. Yeah, no, no, it's they not. didn't. They didn't. You know, break Watergate. Okay, maybe they did actually. Who knows? But I guarantee you they didn't. No. They're probably more writing about like organic farmers markets than they are anything else and, at this and point. you know and that's good content that people want to not read. bad if you're in seattle that's probably the most <laughs> most important thing happening but yeah seattle also a huge soccer town massive soccer town the fans for the sounders that yeah. they sell every game yeah and uh the i don't think they sell out but they average more way more than anyone else i believe their average right now is thirty six thousand. i mean that's more than I mean, I think it stands to point. I mean, we've the MLS has beaten NBA in average attendance, um, a lot less games, but average attendance. Just talking about average yeah, attendance, yeah. and someone recently was like, "Yeah, well, you know, the the stadiums are bigger for soccer, and we're filling them." Yeah, maybe not all of them, but we're we're bringing more people than than you know what I mean. So even I think the the shining light in MLS for the longest time has been the Seattle Sounders organization, the way they run their team. I mean, the team hasn't uh, hasn't won everything they've sought out to. They've tried to win. You know, they, they have, most people have been saying they've been focusing too much on the supporter shield and not enough on the MLS Cup. Which, again, if you're an MLS team, that's you know, supporter shield is the league everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, you know, it's the most points scored during the regular season. For us, we have a playoffs and a and a cup final. Which you know, I got to be honest, I actually like. You know what I mean? I'm not offended by that. If people want to get rid of that, I'm totally okay with it. I would I would be fine with just the league the way Europe does it, or yeah. the way South America does it. Even though some countries have playoffs, I like the two split leagues. I don't mind those types of changes. But what this guy was talking about at the Seattle Times, Doug Esser is his name, right? Yeah, Doug Esser, he wrote an article. And, dude, don't click on this article because I don't want them to get any more clicks <laughs> on this thing. Just listen to I us. I mean, like, I feel like we're talking about it, even though we know it's awful. Yeah. I, I think we should engage with the people who have this point of view, right? Right. So there are people who are just think like, uh, soccer is dumb. We should change it. This is how we should change it to make it better for our, you know, more palatable, dumb American faces. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, I'm not against talking to these if people. If someone said like free nachos, I'd be like, okay, okay. I'll yeah. <laughs> Who's mad at you for that? <laughs> or like, you know, some NBA teams do like, if this team scores a hundred, you get a free chalupa. If you, if you <laughs> score three goals, you get a free chalupa, score three goals every time. <laughs> I might not even need a chalupa, but you know what I want? I want a free one. You know, a free Doritos taco. You know, what about it? When it's free, it, it definitely seems more appealing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never eat Taco Bell. But if you gave me a free Doritos nacho, nacho Doritos taco, I'd eat that thing. Yeah, I'd be yeah. very happy. I don't care if it's cold. Has anyone ever had hot Taco Bell? <laughs> Probably not. The first, the first point that the guy made, uh, and we'll go through them. Yeah. Let's, let's, 10 points. If let's I'm not entertain mistaken. this. Yeah. Let's say, let, okay, let's say this guy. Is we're having he's at he's at a FIFA meeting for right. MLS. MLS ratings are down. Yeah. We need uh, uh you know set bladders. MLS meetings are down. Yeah, yeah. And we need more. <laughs> is that a, uncanny? Don't know if that's even no. right, but it's kind of close. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> it's 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 a uh, indiscernible <laughs> and, and European. Which is what he is. Which yeah. is what he is. Uh, so as uh, uh, yeah, set bladder. He's all like uh, MLS. Is down. Yeah, we need ratings for yeah. and MLS. Uh, and 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 then this guy's like, 
I got it. I got it. Figured I, it out. I got it. So yeah. everyone sit down. We, we're we going to try it. to take it seriously. So his first point, first number point. one, Doug Esser said. Of the Seattle Times. This was an actual article in the Seattle Real Times. <laughs> and he, he got paid to write it. Yeah. It's just, and you know, they, they usually have like a 500 word minimum. He was probably like, I need, I just got to, I got to add words. I don't know. What soccer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first point he made, he says, Americans like quick fix- fixes. Here at 10. Number one, score more. That's it. Oh, genius. So I don't get that because what is it about? Okay, let's say in football, right? Football, there's not many touchdowns, but every touchdown is worth six points. Yeah. So it seems like there's a lot of scoring happening because the digits are higher than in other. So dumb. (laughs) The reason for that is because there's other ways to score where those points don't equate you know what i mean they're not there's you could score lower points so it's a it's a fun game of math at that point yeah it's strategy so i i don't really understand the this sentiment of no. score more if every goal was worth 10 points you win 10 nothing is that more exciting <laughs> than one nothing so uh, let's so let's figure basketball right so yeah. it, it's almost implying like every basket in basketball has the same value as the buzzer beater you understand? Yeah, so, absolutely. So in in basketball, there is a lot of scoring, yeah. and some of the plays are really exciting. Yeah, and then a a lot of the plays are free throws. Yeah, there's a lot of free throws. Just standing around, <laughs> high fiving at whether you miss or get. So or it's, get it's it. almost like, would you say, is it? Would you take a a free throw or? Oh, not, I was gonna say free throw against a soccer goal. Everyone should take a soccer goal, but let's say let's say even this. Would you take? I'll ask you, Alexis. Would you take a NBA buzzer beater yeah. over any goal in the MLS or any goal in soccer? No, uh, unless we're talking about Larry Johnson's famous four-point play against <laughs> the Indiana Pacers. Sure. Other than that, so context is very important. Yeah, absolutely. To, to the scoring. Yeah, so scoring more is does not, not. No, does not add you could value have to an the amazing sport. match or an amazing game that ended sixty-six, sixty-five. You know, where it was like a defensive style. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. These, But th- by the way, these are the same people that probably enjoy a one nothing baseball game that was a pitcher's duel. Exactly. So I'm tired of it. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And pitcher's duels are only fun if yeah. it's your team involved. Yeah. I mean, I've gone, I go to Mets games and I, and I've, I forgot, I remember I went like two years ago and there was a, a g- amazingly pitched game and it was like kind of cool, but it's like, it's still pretty fucking boring yeah, because yeah, yeah. nothing's happening well again it's called a pitcher's duel for a reason it's not not exciting in any way shape or i mean form. i'd like a, pitch, a pitcher's duel should be you know a sword fight between two pitchers <laughs> yeah. that's well go in the locker rooms <laughs> go in the locker rooms can, can we add that out. i'll write i'll write yeah, that article we should write an article how to make doug esser less <laughs> less uh, anti-american uh number two scrap the offside rule you know what? I mean, and this is something, uh, th- believe it or not, he doesn't realize, he may, he may not realize that he's touched upon a subject that I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of soccer fans, especially old school soccer fans, actually want. They mm. want to get rid of it. Because uh, I'm, I, we talked about a little bit of, uh, ahead of time. It's evolved since the 1800s, but yeah. the most recent change came in 1990. But let, let's, uh, let's describe, the, uh, you know, for people who are soccer <laughs> fans, they already know and they find this annoying. This but is the hardest thing to explain. It is a very difficult. I have, I have trouble, uh, you know, I remember. You know I, what it is, but it's hard to articulate what yeah, it is. Yeah, when I was telling my girlfriend, what, you know, she went to the uh, soccer game for the first time. Yeah. And I was sort of explaining what offside is. And it's, it's, a, it's a difficult concept concept to grasp unless you just sort of see it a lot yeah it's very difficult i think uh the easiest way to explain it would be 
uh, when the ball is kicked to the furthest forward player on your team, in other words, the striker, the guy who's going to score, he's, he's closest to the goal, mm-hmm. he can't be past the last defender. So, in other words, he can't be further up the field or up the pitch yeah. than whoever their last defender is. Yeah, when the ball leaves. When the ball leaves the foot of the whoever's kicking it to you. So, imagine, uh, Polanco, imagine you're at the midfield, and I'm a, bit, I'm a few paces ahead. All the defenders are there, and I see one that's a few feet back. If you pass me the ball and I'm not closer to the goal than he is, I'm fine. But even if I'm a step, a hair, a nose mm-hmm. closer to the goal than he is, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm off sides. Yeah, that makes sense. To, yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, if the goalkeeper leaves the box that he's in, mm-hmm. he is now considered a defender. And oh. you can so you have all the way or I, I don't know if this if this rule is in the MLS, but I heard recently that if the goalkeeper goes into the goal, if he's inside the goal. Yeah. In other words, technically outside of the line of play. Yeah. Then then he is no then he is no longer. It can't be offsides. Yeah. yeah he can't there's, be. Yeah. There's no you have the entire pitch. To, you now have the entire pitch. Yeah. I don't know if that's through. I don't know. If, I'm, I might be getting this wrong. OK. Yeah. You know what? We'll look it up. We'll Soccer, look it up. Yeah. cooligans. We're wrong. Yeah. Because that is an interesting rule. Yeah. Uh, if that's... It, oh, wait. No, no. I'm case. saying if the defender, if the last defender is inside the goal, like sometimes this happens for, for corner kicks. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. If the last defender so, so, yeah. is inside the goal, he no longer counts. So if he was the person who was between you and the goal, he's no longer really there. So a defender can kind of hide in the goal can get past the line and technically you're off sides because oh so that's that's like unf- that's unfair yeah well I, not technically unfair because again you know soccer plays with the line yeah. it's the ball being over the line unless we're talking about off sides and the defender yeah. has to be inside the play also the the, the circumstance that this happens it, you're probably in a bad position if you're in the goal right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Let's probably you, you, got were, in the head. you just got scored on <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you're not having fun if you're in the, if you're inside the goal what's the next rule uh forget tiebreakers so uh, what? Uh, but you know what no, I mean. No penalty kicks. That's basically what he's saying. That's stupid. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you know, um, it, for important games, you need them, and uh, for everyone who hates draws, which is what a tie is called in mm-hmm. soccer, when two teams draw the same score, whether it's nil nil, one one, two two, whatever it is, uh, you still get a point on the in the standings. You get yeah. three points for winning, one point for drawing. So it's essentially that what people want. You have to understand. There's a game happening outside of the game you're watching which is the standings. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a lot like hockey. Hockey is the exact same way. Baseball but, uses pluses or minus, but, you know? Uh, but hockey they they changed their rule. Uh they have they have no more ties. So they ch- they changed it uh yeah. what th- 3 years ago I think. So now they have a shootout. I, if there is a tie, they have a shootout, but the the team who loses the shootout gets 1 point and then the team yeah. who wins the shootout gets 3. Yeah, I'm just saying just in general having an understanding that the standings are going to be Regard, there, there's points awarded to you in the standings for winning, losing, or drawing. Yeah, that's how it works in soccer. You know yeah, what I mean? I, or I, not awarded to you if you lose. If you lose, you don't I like get anything. I, for some. You know, I like penalty kicks. I don't think they're necessary in in definitely like a regular season game. MLS tried that. They tried the shootout from halfway. Yeah, and that's fun to watch on YouTube though, because <laughs> the NASL did it. So watching Pele do that, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, but the, w- w- even watching when I go to hockey games and I watch. The, uh, uh, you know, penalty shootout. It doesn't. It's a little deflating. I mean, it, it's it is kind of exciting, but uh, uh, to me, a shootout should be for like a very sort of like important game, like yeah, where it ha- where exactly. has to end, or whatever. But I don't know. It. I I don't think the shootout makes hockey 
more entertaining. Yeah, and the idea of letting them play, they've just been running around exactly. nonstop they're, for 120 minutes. They're tired. Yeah, what do you, what do you, it's uh, uh, 11 Usain Bolts out there, <laughs> you know, or marathon runners? Yeah. Yeah, I think the only team that can do that is Team Kenya. You know what I mean? Because, again, marathon runners, that's the only one who I, I, can do that. I'd love to see Team Team Kenya on ice. Oh, we, that, <laughs> that would be <laughs> the best Disney, I think, <laughs> traveling. Uh, next one. No more accidental handballs. So let me read this because this is uh, maybe this is a weird, weird logic. It says, uh, while we're at it, let's get rid of the absurd penalties for accidental handballs. Americans don't punish people for something that happens accidentally. That's stupid. Which is a yeah. very flawed logic. Yeah. Involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> There's a lot Dumbass. of things you can get punished for for yeah. you know, just being a big dummy. Yeah. This guy sounds like, I, does, was he wearing a get her done hat when he wrote this? <laughs> This is so stupid. But see, this no more accidental handballs really sounds like somebody who knows soccer. I think he watched it twice, and he's like, wait, wait, that, what? we wouldn't do that. And I think that's it. I think, again, at the bottom of the post, it says his wife thinks he knows nothing about soccer. So his wife must be a massive soccer fan I, and gets really annoyed. And by the way, if he wrote this just to troll his wife, then God bless <laughs> Mr. Esser. I salute you. But if you wrote this to troll American soccer fans, you are a dumbass. I mean, it's, wor- it's working. Yeah, because uh, well, yeah, we're talking about it for 25 minutes. This Americans don't punish people for something that happens accidentally. Uh, okay, so that's already, already a ridiculous statement. But like in the in the context of sports, that happens so much. Yeah, so uh, much. Y- you are punished for so many uh, yeah. accidental things in every sport. That, so dumb. That r- sort of requesting this. It's like, so for, this is actually a weird rule for, for me to sort of grasp in soccer because you can hit the ball with your hand yeah if they deem it an accident they won't they won't call anything in other words you need to keep your hands at your side so if your hands were out of position mm-hmm. it's not accidental you know the rules you're not supposed to have your hand up now for a lot of players you put your hand up to balance yourself yeah so it's kind of difficult and it is somewhat accidental but you know the rules put your hands down exactly so if your arms are at your sides and the ball hits your arm it's not a handball mm-hmm. or it's really handball is not the correct term. It's not handling the ball. Exactly. Um, so you're fine. But yeah, I mean, if your hand is up and it hits it, guess what? You know, unless it was kicked at you at a rate where you can't react and you're not in the box, then you're fine. Then, so, which brings me to the next point, which, uh-huh. which now, now he's just grasping at straw. He, right. he has to finish this article. He doesn't know what. More cheerleaders. <laughs> what does it say? Let him punch the ball. So stupid. Which is... A very strange <laughs> request. It's not even the sport anymore. <laughs> this sport is survived by having not a lot of rules. The main one being just don't touch it with your hands. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I can't even. I'm trying to. I'm trying to justify yeah. these points. But yeah, at this point, it's just. It's not. The sport is just now. You you want to play something else? Isn't this a Celtic football or Celtic football? You know, or Gaelic football? Isn't that that's a different? Yeah, uh, they can kind of pick up the they ball. They pick up the ball, and I, I when I was in Ireland, I was watching some of it because because in Ireland they actually call uh, soccer soccer. Yeah, they and they call football Gaelic football. Ga- Gaelic football. That's yeah. what they refer to. So I was always very confused, especially being in Europe. You're like, why are you? Why do you call it soccer? You yeah. make fun of us for that. Yeah, but that's what they call Even it. Even though they invented it, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was watching the game and. Odd game. It, they, it there's like two goals, like a lower one and a yeah. higher one, uh, and you can. Uh, so the rule, if I remember correctly, it's like you can, uh, you can bounce the ball. Right. You, you can like kick it up to your hand. You can bounce it twice, but then you have to kick it again. So it's like hand, two hands for every one foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually 
more of a hand hand but it's incredibly challenging i yeah. don't know how we i mean there's so much there's I, one bar in new york city that that has like that shows those matches and they have fans that show up to see those matches yeah. lily o'brien's and, and and i was walking by and i saw uh, it kind of looks like a soccer kit like a soccer shirt definitely so i was yeah. like what team is this and they're like <laughs> oh, it's gaelic football you don't know about it i'm like oh boy i know about it <laughs> but you show it and they're like yeah we're a, we're we're a gaelic football uh bar and i'm like yeah. you exist here it's like ru- it's like rugby yeah and, rugby, and rugby and soccer and soccer c- rugby basketball soccer all thrown into one and uh but but the sort of like i mean you need to have like it looks like one of those like celebrity rock jock mtv things they would create but so that justin bieber you, could compete <laughs> but it's almost like you need to have the the dribble of like Ronaldo, yeah, and also the handle of like Curry because yeah, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they say like uh, Chris Paul should have played soccer, if it was like maybe he should play Gaelic football, would be perfect for it. it. Yeah, so it seemed incredibly challenging. But this um, let him punch the ball. I mean, come on, man. Now that's it. It's it's gonna be. It's it starts. It's it's difficult to take you seriously anymore. What's the wackiest rule? Ban headers. That was yeah. That do you think that's the wackiest one? Uh, the, the wacky, I mean, the, uh, I mean, so, uh, let's go through the last few, uh, ban headers, uh, change the lingo. What's he, so he's like, not, he doesn't like the lingo. Oh, because uh, we call it a pitch instead of a field. Yeah. So he's get over it. Uh, it's just, that's mo- like, don't call it a diamond. It's a field. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, no, this, this is a, this one doesn't really make my sense. No more mid season breaks. Oh, uh, because they break for the winter. I mean, okay. Well, yeah. he's, you know what? he's a plantation make owner. Him, <laughs> make them <is> run. <laughs> make them run. They could punch each other. No. And by the way, play in the dead of winter. So now you're running for more than 120 minutes in the dead of but winter. But it's interesting. For a guy who doesn't really like soccer, wants more soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is the solution for yeah. me. Or maybe a longer <laughs> summer. Maybe he just wants it to end faster. Um, th- and the last two, the, the last one is the only one I kind of agree with and what's the one before that one make it tv friendly this and this doesn't really I think that's more commercial more commercial stuff half times not enough tv needs he really wants to make a sandwich he just wants to he's like make it like the other sports i don't get it make Uh, it more american (laughs) maybe they should wear pads and throw the soccer ball (laughs) yo you want football you want american football there's plenty of that yeah yeah you don't need that uh the last one and i kind of agree with is uh the promotion and relegation system calm down ted from europe we said it i wonder if he'll find this uh his name is doug no no ted is the guy who will flip out every time you post pro pro rel and twitter okay okay yeah he flips out uh i uh i kind of agree i think promotion and relegation would be great but only because it would give every city a chance yeah, and I also, think if it was in baseball, it'd be exciting too. But also th- that um, I guess what I you know I don't really follow EPL that much, right. but towards the end of the the Premier League season, I'm I'm actually very interested in who's about to get relegated and who's about to. Also, the 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 lower level, the the championship, which is the second tier. Uh-huh. Holy look, there are playoffs because they have playoffs to, for the last um, the first two automatically whoever finished in the top two. Uh-huh. But then it's like three, four, and five if I'm not mistaken. I think four plays five and then plays three. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Sorry, championship fans. All I know is it is ridiculously exciting. Oh my god, 
It's weird to change an entire rule and take money out of owners' pockets and all these other things uh, just to have an additional three or four yeah. you know, more popular games. But think about it. If there was two sets of playoffs happening at the same time, yeah. if there were the playoffs to win the MLS Cup and the playoffs to stay in the top tier, I kind of think that'd be exciting. It, 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 and it will remove the you know what happens in pretty much every other sport is tanking. Tanking, yeah. You can't. Which the Knicks couldn't even do. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Right oh, my God. How? How can you just not lose on purpose? You've been doing it for years. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah. So if if they, yeah, if they implemented that, it would be kind of cool. It would be very sort of different. And I think that shock to, again, the American capitalist is yeah. it, it's it'll be difficult to convince people to sort of go on board with it. Especially, I you think know. it's the most capitalist thing in the world. You and I could start a team tomorrow in the pubs. You know, we can get together some of the brown bag guys, some of the yeah. third rail guys. We start a team. We go play against uh, the Brooklyn. There'll Italians. be a lot of vomiting on the pitch. Yeah, of yeah. course, there will be Again, drunk. We would have to probably <laughs> advance our players once we get. But imagine we win, and then we get promoted. We probably have a little bit more money to buy some more players. We get some better players. We get promoted again. Get promoted again. Next thing you know, we're playing in the MLS. You know, and now New York City has uh, you know three, two, two, <laughs> two major teams. Sorry, Cosmos. Sorry, Red Bulls. We're talking about top level division. It'd be fun to see the Cosmos get promoted if they won. Now, they, it'd be would fun be. to see some like uh, you know like the Indy Eleven, Indianapolis, or or uh, Sac Republic. Those types of teams that which Sac Republic not an NASL team, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, any of those teams, just to watch them get promoted and relegated all the way around. I mean, it's a lot of loss, but I think it would be fun. You know, I don't I don't think it's necessary right now. So I don't want to upset any MLS fans because I agree with you. I'm fine with the way the league is structured right now, but. I think it, I think you'd be hard pressed to find me say that it wouldn't be more exciting. Whether it could work or not, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but whether it'd be more exciting, I think it would add. And, and there's a, there's a lot of argument as to the fact that it wouldn't. I think it would. I agree. Well, and, and definitely at, towards the ends of uh, of seasons in every other sport, especially football. Football is generally fun to watch, but yeah. when it's towards the end of the season and the teams have nothing to play for. Oh. Come on, man. That's just it's you know the players not starting. Right. There's it, it's just. It's very, very unentertaining. So, the, just a, adding that concept, like you said, like a like a dual, it, it, not even a, another playoff system in another league, but the the possibility of getting kicked out of your league, that will yeah, the, the, the games are going to be packed. Everyone's going to be excited, even right. if, even though the team has nothing to play for outside of just staying in the league. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons against it. Like Kaká recently came out and said he actually thinks. The MLS is a more fun league than La Liga. Yeah. Because La Liga, really, you have two mega teams, one that's close, and then everyone else. Yeah, you know? that, that was interesting. I read that. And yeah. where he said, like, and I didn't realize that uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid uh, won the last 25, uh, 21 of 25 championships. Yeah, 21 of 25. Yeah. So how can anyone argue that that's exciting? I but mean, you know also, exactly what's going to happen. Can we be honest? Uh, LA Galaxy won three of the last four. Now, that's not the same. As yeah. 21 of the last 25. But, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, recently they had, you know, the TAM came out, the targeted allocation money, uh, new allotment. So, essentially, you could have a fourth DP. I mean, even though that was already, people said that that was already agreed upon during the CBA. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It's the LA Galaxy rule, which is the second LA Galaxy specific rule. One being the Beckham rule, which was designated players. Thank God for that, because now we have the uh, Lampard eventually. Maybe we'll, I don't know, Who knows? at least wave <laughs> at the fans. <laughs> And Pirlo, you know, and Pirlo. I mean, so we, we've taken advantage of it as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's an LA, LA Galaxy league that we're in right now. They are.
far the closest thing we have to a super club, you know? Yeah. So, and I think things are changing. Enough people hate hate NYCFC that I think maybe we're close to being the next super club, and hopefully we are. I can't wait. LA versus New York would be exciting every year. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't think it's necessary. Are, is, is LA playing home uh, at us here this year? Uh, no, we're playing there, and they're not coming oh, to New York man, this year, which great. doesn't make any sense. Which, if instead of promotion relegation, let's just do a balanced schedule. Home and away, every team, yeah. done. That's how they do it everywhere else. We play. You play us here once, I play you there. It's the best way to find out who the play, best team is, because you had to, sometimes we could do the double. I mean, you know, three maybe games against the Red Bulls, do we need that? You yeah, know? I think it, maybe it's like a, a scheduling thing, given that a lot of teams may not have a soccer-specific stadium, so they probably just... yeah. Like All garbage excuses. Play in the parking <laughs> lot. Uh, <laughs> I sound like Doug Esser. Uh, you know, have them hold hot dogs while they play. doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, again, uh, I don't know if he's on Twitter, but if you Google his name, don't click on that link for that article. We don't need to give him any more money. <laughs> but find out his email or Twitter and send him all the hate mail you want. Uh, but don't say anything disrespectful because then I'm responsible for it. <laughs> and, again, this is the voice of Christian Polanco. No, <laughs> this is Alexis. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with a very short segment. I know we've gone a little long for you guys today, uh, but we had a lot to talk about. We're going to come back with a short segment, uh, which I feel bad because it's about – it's yeah, about yeah. the state of the game in, in, in Europe. Some some of the not so nice things, but we're gonna we're gonna try to make it funny. <laughs> God, please hope. We'll try our best. Uh, we'll try our best and then we'll come back and we'll talk about that. Sound good? We'll be right back. The uh, his, uh, nickname has always been El Guaje, the uh, the kid. Here he is again. minutes today we've seen more mobility more movement from David Villa than we saw 90 minutes last week in Orlando the technical quality in tight spots there's a reason why this man's got 59 goals for the Spanish national team it's in those moments when everything gets hectic around the center forward he picks up his head finds the corner and New York City gets their first goal in Yankee Stadium Welcome back to Cooligans. Yeah. This, I mean, this has already been fun. We're, I guess it's, it's, I hope we can make some time. We won't be able to make too much time for this last yeah. segment, but it is definitely something I wanted to discuss, which was. And also, like, you know, reach back at us with what you, what you think. Yeah, which definitely. I think would be fun, right? Yeah. Let's get the fans involved. <laughs> Tweet at us at uh, Soccer Cooligans. And uh, yeah, and email us soccercooligans at gmail.com. Uh, just recently, uh, there was a, I, so I don't know all the details about this, but uh, the there was a uh, this so the Russian league. Yeah. Uh, there was a game, and I saw mm. a clip of a guy. So far, so, <laughs> so far, far. This, uh, this you've got all vague. the details. Uh, but there was a guy. Uh, so uh, Frimpong, that's his name, right? Yeah, he, used to, he played for Arsenal for all of a couple weeks. So he got in. Uh, he got red carded in a game yeah. because uh, fans were making. Uh, they were making monkey sounds. Monkey at him. sounds, but at him. it was his reaction that got the red card. Exactly. So he got. I think he. Did he kick the guy or he? Oh uh, no, no. He, he uh, cursed oh, he him flipped, out. He cursed yeah, him out. Yeah. He flipped the bird and he uh, he used some swear words. Yes. Yeah, so he uh, and he got kicked out of the game. Yeah. And obviously, no Which one. The emotion, I think, we could all understand. Exactly. No yeah. one condones that kind of behavior or treating anyone like that. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny as Latins? There's nothing they could really do to us like that right i mean what are they gonna do sing Guantanamera? i mean i'd be like that's a great song i'd probably dance a little bit well i mean it's it for, to me uh, sort of the whole european racism i don't know if it's an epidemic necessarily uh, you know in in the world of football in the world of soccer it it tends to rear its ugly head because it's televised yeah 
and you know you have fans holding up swastikas and it seems to be russia seems to be the one having a very yeah problem, i mean big you know, lately. i think i think didn't they have Turkey, that champions league game that was like they no played to an empty stadium yeah but 180 fans still stuck in and sat in front of the tv cameras as opposed <laughs> to the other side but um yeah i think uh yeah i think it's 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 ugly but i think the reason why it's ugly i think in europe they're embarrassed about it you know of all the british people i've spoken to and and you know people from spain they tend to be embarrassed that that type of fandom still exists or that segment you know still exists but uh or that sentiment even but i think more than anything why it shocks us as americans so much is because you don't really see that here i mean you we have racists here that's without a doubt i mean a, a race war is almost breaking out in south carolina just because of the the issues with the having taken down the flag and then some people now have sort of taken yeah. it as an even well i'm gonna wear everything with the confederate flag on it um but uh long story short like we don't really see that in our sports here you know you would never you would never see i mean maybe you would but i can't imagine i don't think i've ever remembered a time where someone threw a banana at a black player that's insane to me it, it, that, and in in that regard is where like america is well we we, we don't really see ourselves as a that progressive of a country sometimes no we're very embarrassed about a lot of the <laughs> things that are happening right now but when it comes to to football yeah whoa we are ahead of the curve yeah Light years. Yeah. I mean, even Boston, they love having like a white guy who's good at sports in Boston, you know, but they're, that's almost racism light. It's almost a joke. Their racism. Yeah. Cause they're not going to throw anything at you. I mean, there were coins tossed at players, which hurt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) yeah. Depending on, you know, the, the, the the denomination. Yeah. They got some heavy coins in England, (laughs) you know, they pelt them at the players, you know? Um, Quid, right? What do they call them? Quid? Quids is like bucks. Oh, okay. It's like saying a buck, but like they're, they're pound coin. Pence. Pence, yeah, that's like the, the, the quarters or things yeah, like that. Yeah. But they're pound coin. They, instead of saying they don't use singles like we have here, they have coins, a very heavy coin. I feel, I feel sorry for the British strippers. Yeah. Everyone, Ouch. Well, I mean, they're getting, <laughs> getting a lot of money. Uh, from what I've seen, they got places to store. Uh, but uh, they could take a few coins. Uh, well, it, it is. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine British strippers <laughs> rally against our podcast. That'd be hilarious. What, what, the, the thing that happened to uh, Frimpong is definitely. Like, there has to be. I mean, you know, th- there were there were. Uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, FIFA has those "Say No to Racism" yeah. banners at the yeah. games where they have to actively tell people, "Hey, hey, yeah. guys, come on!" You know, racism. Yeah. Enough. At least for the ninety minutes. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Where they have to be reminded, like yeah. children, yeah, to not be racist. Right. Which is such a uh, uh, like. A weird like uh, parenting style. Yeah, yeah it's a very odd. <laughs> it's like well, the they, say no to drugs didn't work, but let's try for, for deep seated <laughs> hatred of people you don't understand. Uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't just, does not just, work. Yeah, it's like like psychologically a little little banner, and it for, and it's weird because it says like say no to racism, and then the you know it's like a digital banner, so then it scrolls up to like a Pepsi ad. Yeah, and then like, are these tires? <laughs> While you're saying no to racism, think about this ice cream. Uh, I think the one thing I think we can all say is that, look, it's not happening in the MLS. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Huh? So why don't all these players that are getting abused come to the MLS? If you are a black player, if you are of African descent. Even if you play in in Africa, (laughs) in the African leagues. Come to the MLS. Yeah, come to the MLS, baby. Bring your talents yeah. to South Beach, maybe. Yeah, yeah you can. Hey, Miami. Yeah. Just yeah. got approved for a stadium. <laughs> yeah, Beckham One of the is... team names they're thinking is the Miami Vice. Ooh. Ooh, no thanks. God, that's a very Orlando. <laughs> 
move, Miami. <laughs> Head You're coach Don that. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, uh, you know, it's really hard to play in these pastel-colored uh, blazers. <laughs> well, you know, I think, uh, uh, what's his name from True Detective can actually play on the team. Uh, Who? Th- uh, the Irish guy. Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. He's a, he plays soccer, I think. Not professionally. No, but he could play. Come on. Remember when Andrew <laughs> Shue? You remember Andrew Shue was on the LA Galaxy in the first season? No. You know who Andrew Shue is, right? From uh, Beverly Hills 90210? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the LA Galaxy. He was on the team. He was on the team. By the way, uh, the well, I went to I went to Yankee State, a giant stadium for the first ever uh, Metro Stars vs. LA Galaxy match that mm-hmm. he was on. I don't know if it was the first season or second season, but he was on the team. And the crowd went nuts for him to come in. Boy, was he bad. Uh, <laughs> but he only came in for like the last three minutes. The coach was like, look, let him run out there. <laughs> He's pretty terrible. Um, and boy, was he. But what I'm saying, back to the, uh, the racism thing, have him come to the MLS. You know, I don't think the MLS is doing too good of a job of marketing themselves as, as to people who've been abused of racism and play the game of soccer. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like the MLS is like a, a, a battered women's home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs> Instead we'll take, of a retirement home, we'll which is what we constantly hear. <laughs> we'll take you. We'll take you. We'll take care of you. They don't like you over there. Guess who does? We do, baby. <laughs> I want to hug you. We don't mind you. It, but it, it is nice because there is, um, uh, I think America, as you know, Racist as America can be in certain pockets of the country. Sure. We do respect our athletes. Yeah, look, people, we're not going to put you on Mississippi United. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> people do hit pause on their racism if a good minority player is on their team. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. If the city of Boston could root for Antoine Walker, <laughs> can root for Kevin Garnett. Well, that's you know what I find fascinating about Boston because I always you know grew up knowing boston racist you be careful out there yeah i i go to boston yeah yo i'm dominican hey we love big poppy yeah, we, yeah. they they love dominican they love dominicans oh my God. i mean dominicans have won them world series yeah pedro no, the, martinez the entire island the, the half the island of hispaniola the dominican republic are all red sox fans all of them <laughs> they, they do love them yeah Yan- it's it's uh, the rivalry yankees uh, red sox exists in dominican republic oh, which is funny because all so. of cuba yankees fans all of them oh yeah yeah it's insane uh El duque El duque and also but even before that in the 40s yeah, and 50s yeah. it was the only team that they would ever commercially like uh sure well, put the, on the radio uh, but the, Yan- yeah. the yankees know how to there's certain teams that know how to get, you know get their Get their brand out, like brand, uh, yeah. Real Madrid and Barcelona and Manchester exactly. United, and now NYCFC. So I think maybe like a good slogan would be like, "Hey, no monkey sounds here." MLS. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it. That's what you gotta say. But that one almost sounds like there's no black players, so you don't have to worry about that's ever it. even yeah, hearing okay. them. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, the, the inflection is. Uh, yeah, don't worry, fans. Don't, don't say it in yeah. an Italian accent. Yeah, we're all white here. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant at all. Uh, I, you can't be like, hey, black guy, you won't hear monkey sounds here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, my my initial idea was, uh, you know, uh, MLS. No, they won't throw you banana peels, but they will throw you white women. Yeah, I like it. That I one, like it, yeah. That one kind of works. All of a sudden, <laughs> Ellis Island full, full <laughs> of players from across the world. White, black, Italian, I, all of them. I imagine if we actually had, like, when whenever we did MLS transfers, they had to go through Ellis Island. Yeah, this would be hilarious. In, like, in like sunny rags. Yeah. <laughs> Just wearing papers S- around sign, the neck. Signing a $1.2 million contract. <laughs> little a boat from italy comes in they're all just a bunch of players too many for the boat we're gonna call you all by the city you're from it's too hard instead of don instead of uh don corleone you're uh you're 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 don juventus 
Because that's the, that's the club you're from. That would be hilarious. God, the whole new Godfather. Oh man, I think we should write it. Yeah, I think uh, you know. I think if uh, we should talk about no banana peels, um, I think that's part of the reason why Steven Gerrard came to the league. <laughs> no slips. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 no slips on this league, baby. I, I'm sure he'll slip. But hey, look, he started out great. Already an assist and a goal. Yeah, that's good right. He, he does look good. Yeah, he, uh, does, he does look oddly. Lanky and t- I don't know if it's compared to the other ML- uh, uh, other Galaxy players. Yeah, he just looks oddly tall. I don't know. I've never you know seen why because in Europe they don't force him to go to the training room, the j- like the lift weights as much as we do here. Yeah, he looks lanky. But Robbie Keane looks like a linebacker out yeah, there. He's a beast. So. By the way, the hairline on that guy. How old is he? <laughs> I was very jealous. I saw his hairline. I'm like, and I'm not going bald. Maybe I'm sliding back a little bit. But I, I looked at him. I'm like, this guy looks like he has hair coming. He's getting more hair. I was like, how's he doing that? He's all man. That dude is too much testosterone. Oh God, he is built for. Let me tell you something that dude is built to score i don't care what you say like i remember they were saying like american players are athletes that are taught to be footballers this dude is a striker that had to be taught everything else man robbie Keane, probably one of the best uh designated players i think we've ever signed in this there was a play i don't i it's weird talking about plays you know on a podcast but there was a a play that he got a long he got a long oh my god it was gorgeous the box and he did that beautiful touch like he has a pillow on his foot (laughs) it it fell it it looked like he caught it you know when someone throws an egg in you and you catch it by bringing your hand yeah, back? Well, that's essentially that's what it looked like that his foot did to this long ball. And, and that is the, the, the biggest difference uh, with t- that I see from MLS and any other, you know, mainly La Liga and, and EPL, is that that touch, that exact moment yeah. is MLS players can't really do that. Well, you know what it is? is that we're learning that. Like if you look at some of the youth that we have, guys like Giazzi Zardes, and even going back to like – Juan Agudelo, when I first saw him play, when he played with the Rebels, that, you know, simple things he can do. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and I think they were talking about this with, like, Carly Lloyd. Carly Lloyd, uh, her coach, Glenn Crooks, when uh, that was her coach when she was at uh, Rutgers. He now does the uh, NYCFC matches for WFAN, and he was on during the, the, the parade, and he said that, that she was uh, – her and there was someone else. There was another girl. They were the only players that they ever saw – that he ever saw in his time that would watch the men's game in Europe and try to duplicate some of those moves. Okay. So like Rabonas and things like that. Speaking of Rabona, you sent oh me the link. I mean, we should post that on the Soccer Cooligans Twitter. Oh, beautiful. Because, oh, my God, there was a, uh, you know, a, Boca, a, a Boca, Boca Juniors. Juniors. Oh. oh, I don't know who he was. But even Tevez was like, when did you learn how to do that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. Tevez was like, I think I've been gone too long. These guys are getting good. But uh, And they've always been great. Obviously, we're kill men and whatnot. But, I mean, these are some amazing uh, things. I think if... Uh, if we could wrap this up in any way, shape, or form, is to tell everyone, guys, we're really proud of that first video. We're gonna have a lot more coming at you. We already have our second one in the in the. Yeah, it's I'm being edited. It. It's in the lab. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, please check that out. Now that you're listening to these podcasts, I know we kind of threw them all up uh, together at once. Uh, we wanted to give you guys some things to binge on, as opposed to loading them up all just one by one by one. So we got more videos coming at you. We got you know more podcasts coming at you. Uh, we we are fans of the of the of the team that you are as well. We're fans of the league. So regardless of what you are, if you're not a fan of NYCFC or if you're not even a fan of MLS, whatever it is you are, if you're a fan of ours and you want us to talk about it, shoot us a message. You know, soccercooligans at Gmail. If you don't want the whole world to see you talking to us on Twitter, but if you do, Twitter at soccercooligans, Instagram soccercooligans. We're gonna have our blog up soon. We're gonna have a lot of stuff. We want to do sketches. I'm really loving the fans who have reached out and said that they would shoot stuff for us they and edit lovely, stuff yeah. for us. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, if you guys want, we have some stuff worked out, but we haven't picked out a theme song yet. If you guys are interested, if you're musicians or maybe a DJ or a producer or something, nothing crazy, okay? <laughs> you know, we're not doing acid jazz here. But <laughs> if you guys want to make 
a theme song for us. We would love to have it. We'll we'll make sure that we mention your name and we'll put love you on to our talk website. To you about any of that stuff. Yeah, it's been uh, the response has been great. Absolutely amazing, insane. I'm gonna go back to saying <laughs> it. I know you don't agree, but and uh, and we're we're very very proud of this. So if you're listening to this, and it, you know even if you're not a, a huge soccer fan, or even if you are, let people know. Yeah, like hey, there's comedians doing a podcast about soccer. What? That's crazy. Comedy meets soccer, soccer meet comedy. And it's not boring and, and they're talking about a lot of, you know, various subjects relative yeah. to soccer. Yeah, we're not we're not geniuses, we're not experts, yeah. we're not we're not talking uh, like over your head. We're fans. We're fans we're like anybody else. Just like you are and uh and but we're probably funnier than you. That's Yeah, well that's good. for damn sure. Yeah, that's we you know, we don't yeah, unless Dave Chappelle's listening. <laughs> and then even then, I mean we got you on this subject, okay? Uh if you guys have other slogans uh, that you think will attract uh, players that have that have uh, had any racism thrown at them, black, white, whatever it is, uh, in other leagues, guys, shoot us, shoot us that uh, at uh, at our uh, Instagram or uh, yeah. or our, on we our we Twitter. Have a, we should have a hashtag. Let's so do hashtag uh, um, uh, MLS no to racism. Yeah, let's do yeah? that. MLS no to racism. Yeah, the hashtag MLS no to racism. Any ideas you have as it comes up, shoot it to us. If we love it, we will absolutely retweet it and give you guys some props. Um, and if you guys want, you know, whatever, if you guys want to say it into a video and put it on our Instagram, uh, let us know and we'll find a way to load that up. I don't know if we can repost. I hate those repost apps, but okay. we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll just tweet it out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're a big fan of you guys and we're loving the fact that you guys are a fan of ours. My name is Alexis Guerrero. Christian Polanco. Thank you so much, Soccer Cooligans. We're out. Peace.